0: hey cobbers from the land down under this is the cricket badger big bash daily podcast whether you're with the strikers the stars or the sixes you might be a renegade enjoy the heat love the thunder like a scorcher or prefer hurricanes brought to you in association with bluecrocodile.co.uk tie your kangaroo down put another shrimp on the barbie and enjoy the fun it's gonna be a ripper big bash 10
1: Hello, everybody! Welcome along. It's another edition of the Big Bash Daily. I'm James Butler, the cricket badger. Thank you very much indeed to BlueCrocodile.co.uk for their continued support of these Big Bash Daily podcasts. Give them a follow on at Blue Croc Money on the Twitter feed and live on my screen. Just a few moments ago, when I started to get the guys on today, and we'll bring them in in a second. Um, it looked like Brisbane Heat were absolutely cantering towards their victory target today. Sydney Thunder had made 174 for eight. The Brisbane Heat have just started to lose a few wickets and uh, it might become one of those uh, little nippers. Brisbane Heat have been prone to uh, throwing a few uh, tight matches away at the death. Lewis Gregory has just gone for a duck. Joe Denley um, just prior to that was uh, stumped off Sanger. So uh, the young leggy is making a big difference. He's got three for 38 now from three overs. Joe Burns though, he's the star of the show for the Brisbane Heat at the moment. He needs to stay there and see this one through. He's been through a horrible time. I'll talk about that a little bit later but 41 not out at the moment from 27 balls and the equation is the heat need 31 to win from 30 balls with six wickets remaining let's bring in the badger fan reps today and start off with naman shah naman you missed out yesterday because your brother was in hospital with covid it's a horrible time around the world hope everything's okay with you
2: yes horrible times for sure he is uh, completely fine he used to travel uh, a bit uh, due to office work but yes, now is recovering nicely. Importantly, all parents and everyone are fine because they are a bit aged, so need to take care about the, for them a bit more. So yes, so far so good.
1: We have got cricket badger podcast listeners all the way around the world, so hopefully everybody out there staying safe. And our thoughts are with everybody that is struggling at the moment. To Ollie Brisbane Heat, and um, we just talked just prior to pressing record there that you know, as I said, they have been prone to just throwing away a few little close ones during this series of BBL ten. Just losing those couple of wickets there, it's going to just make them think a little bit. Joe Burns is key now, isn't he?
0: Yeah, he, him and Denny were going along nicely and, and, and obviously Denley getting out of the way he did. And then Lewis Gregory was hitting one to the deep mid wicket and uh, throwing this game open. Because it, it looked like it was done and dusted. And we jokingly said, how are they going to throw this away? But they're very good, innovative uh, of finding new ways to make, make a game out of any situation, really. <laughs> Especially when they're in, they're in control. They can throw anything away. Brilliant.
2: It's
1: not the innovation you want, that. You want to be innovative in terms of snatching wins from the jaws of defeat, not the other way around. But Brisbane and Heat have lost a couple of quick wickets, uh, and at the moment, they need 30 to win from 29. Keep with this one. And it's been interesting. When Joe Burns, um, we get to see the, kind of the complete fruition of this innings, 41 from 27 at the moment. He's been, now nah, man, going through the mill, hasn't he? He's obviously lost his baggy green at the moment. He hasn't been scoring enough runs at the test match level. He came into the big bash and had a couple of dodgy innings early on. But today, it's, it's just a, a, an example of how T20 can just turn your season around. And it, it kind of frees the mind. You just go out there and think about hitting the ball. And Joe Burns has looked really good today, actually.
2: Yes, he has been uh, very good so far. And he, he needed these innings very badly. Uh, he like suffered badly in the test matches. Uh, but he has a lot of competition in Australian cricket as well. Uh, everyone needs to... Stay upfront and upbeat, and they just cannot uh, afford to be, uh, to let loose and, uh, bring in new talent. So it becomes difficult uh, then to again get a chance, uh, as Will pukovsky and everyone are in line to get an opportunity. But he, but he is happy for Burns. And also, I feel that, uh, he has been uh, like opening the innings and, uh, suddenly middle order. So he is coping up with the best chance he's getting right now. Uh, good to get, a uh, chance today and, uh, He has been good so far, but he'll have to show his consistency.
1: Final ball of the 18th over is hit straight at the field at cover by Pearson, who's come out to join Burns now. Pearson's on two. Burns is 42. That was the final ball of the 16th over. 28 runs required, four overs left. It still should be Brisbane Heats to win this one. It's seven and over. You know, it's not particularly nasty in terms of a chase, but... The wicket's fallen with Brisbane Heat's uh, recent history. Seventh in the ladder. They're on eight points. If they do get the win today, they'll move to 12 points because they've got the Big Bash boost points as well. They'll go ahead of Per Scorchers and into sixth in the table. It'll just make that table, Ollie, look a little bit more interesting as we go into the remainder of this Big Bash 10. Only really Melbourne Renegades are falling off the bottom of the pile and... It, it makes that hunt for the top five places that a little bit more, so, yeah. There's more jeopardy on every game, isn't there? As we go through the rest of it.
0: Oh, absolutely. I, I think at the moment, and, and you've hit it already, is the Renegades are the ones that are, are adrift, um, really struggling, and they're not just losing games; they're getting, you know, comprehensively beaten. It's good to see the Heat and, and, and the Scorchers pick up wins this weekend, and it makes it much tighter. I think at the, at the other teams, teams that have just fallen off the pace a little bit, Stars were until today. Good win for them today picking up all the points. And I think the strikers have just hit a little bit of a, a rut at the moment and, and they might be the ones that teams might look at and think they can catch them. So out of the scorchers and the heat will be buying the, them up really is the first thing they can try and catch and get involved. It does start open, it means that you know the hunt for those places can be so competitive. Especially with the sort of the top side, you know, Thunder who looked at the form side losing to the heat today, if that does happen, it's very, very um exciting. I think it's going to get to a really good culmination of the um the group stage of it really.
1: One of the uh, joys of these T20 franchise competitions around the world now, man, for me is, I mean, there's plenty of kind of like little shows within a show, but we saw today when Denley was batting Sam Billings, his Kent teammate behind the stumps, you know, within yards of each other, but representing different shirts. And we see that a lot, don't we, in the IPL and we see it in the Caribbean Premier League all over the world. I I think it's one of the really nice things that you see teammates mixed together, rivalries from friends, basically.
2: Very much, uh, absolutely, you're bang on, and it's very exciting to see such uh, banters. End of the day, yes, they are teammates, and yes, they represent their own country, but everyone are looking to perform and uh, seal their spot in their own country's uh, cricket team. Uh, You will see now Hale suddenly banging on the door of England's team, so this will bring uh, around chills among uh, Roy's and Baystoves, and everyone will have to perform.
1: In changing times like these, make a change yourself. Buy your own home. Still living with parents or renting? Why not buy your first property? Mortgage rates are lower than ever. Speak to Blue Crocodile. Blue Crocodile? Yeah, Blue Crocodile. They'll get you the right first time buyer deal by searching the market for the most competitive option for you. They don't bite. They're just straight-talking people like me. Give them a bell or go online. Blue Crocodile. Sydney Thunder have uh, just bowled a few tidy little balls here. It's now 26 required from 21. Just threatening to turn the screw a little bit. They need a boundary here. Brisbane Heat to just uh, reignite this chase and make it a little bit more comfortable. Most teams like to complete a chase within sort of 19 overs and make it comfortable so they don't get into the last over because anything can happen in the last over. Just see this next ball for McAndrew as he comes in to bowl to Jimmy Pearson who's captain of the Brisbane Heat at the moment Pearson's uh, putting that one through the cover fielder out there Ollie Davis gets the ball back in with his big hair so just the one more run to the score 25 required from 20. We've seen Ollie Tanvir Sanga in this tournament he's got uh, I think it's 13 wickets now in BBL 10 and he's been fantastic he's only a young lad but he bowls his leg spinny Looks fairly fearless to me. That may be the the fearlessness of uh, of youth, but one of the young stars of BBL ten and a very consistent performer. He accounted for Chris Lynn today. Really stepped up, hasn't
0: he? Yeah, I, I like the look of his character. I mean, especially a ball in hand, he, he doesn't like he shirks away from it. He gives it a, a good bit of air and, and looks very confident. I mean, if you're bowling leg spin, sort of the, the hardest art in in cricket, you can't be a shrinking violet. And he, he doesn't seem that at all. Every time I've seen seen him play, he looks confident, knows what he's doing. And even when he's had a little bit of, you know, treatment from the, the, the players, it, it doesn't seem to affect him as he's come back. And he, he has had, you know, today it seems like he had spells and he went down the ground and he went for 11 off his first over, I think. But he still picks up wickets and he, and he still comes back and he wants that ball hand. I, I really like his, his character. I think he's going to be a, a huge asset to trade over, over a long period of time. I think that he can really develop. I'd like to see what it's like in Red Ball as well. And I think that he looks like he could be a real big star with, with the ball in future.
1: That could be an important boundary there from Jimmy Pearson. He just hit it over the uh, mid off fielder who was inside the circle off McAndrew. Bounced away for four runs. So the Heat needing 20 now from 18. Just went outside the off stump there. McAndrew followed him, and, uh, but still was in the arc. For Pearson who lofted that one away. So three overs left. 20 runs required for the Brisbane Heat. And we've seen in this uh, game Naman The X Factor sub has been the one of the new innovations. That I've not been convinced by. But I think today we saw um, how it can be used to, to decent effect. There's two reasons why I think it was good today. A. The X Factor sub was Chris Lynn. Who can quite easily be described as one of the X Factor players of BBL 10. He's one of the stars of the show and one of the stars of the Brisbane Heat lineup, So you're, you're actually you know, legitimately bringing in an X-Factor player. Um, and it was also a strategic play with obviously Chris Lynn coming back from injury, not wanting to maybe send him out there for the full 40. Um, and, but there was a proper reason behind the substitution today. Rather than just tinkering for the sake of it because you've got some X-Factor subs and let's throw in a young kid to see see what a difference he can make. We actually saw it working properly today, I think.
2: This is uh, what I actually expected to be every time. Uh, also, this should be implemented in IPL, maybe restricted to foreign players. But the idea about X-Factor should always be to bring a brainstorming among among the opponents. They should be forced to change their game. It should bring a chill in their spine that, okay, this player is now involved. So, they'll have to be ready with their B or C game. So, this is the kind of... Uh, X-factor thing should be uh, put on and as you have mentioned that not just to just simply mention two players and you just make an entry because you have to. Like for Russell and uh, Gale, just imagine uh, yeah. like uh, close to 60 to 70 runs needed in five to six overs and they suddenly come in and the game totally changes. So yes, this is the impact what expector can bring in.
1: It's a, it's a rule almost made for Chris Gale, isn't it? You can see whatever team he plays for using it to, you know, exactly the same way they did with Chris Lynn today. Giving him 10 overs off in the field and then hoping that he comes off with the bat a bit later on. Burns just beaten there on his legs. Um, but uh, an outside edge from him down to third man. One of the perils of bowling somebody like Milne at the death, you've got obviously fast Yorkers and, and what have you, but an outside edge flies and that one flew away for four. So Brisbane Heat edging ever closer. The target of 175. They're now 159 for four. 17.3 overs gone. Just see this next delivery as Milne turns at the top of his mark, comes into bowl to Burns, who is 48 not out, and he hits that one away into the offside, goes straight to the fielder at mid off, and they scramble through for a single. So it's 15. Of 15 required now in this innings, Burns moves to 49. And Pearson is on eight. The uh, Thunder in second place in the table. If the Thunder did get home tonight, they would go top of the BBL ladder above the Sixers at the top. Let's move uh, back to the first game of the day, a double-headed day. The Melbourne Stars came up trumps in that earlier game today. Melbourne Stars, 183 for six from them, 173 for six by the Hobart Hurricanes. But the two innings were marked by two big individual scores. 97 not out from Marcus Stoinis, 55 balls, 7 fours, 7 sixes. Two wickets for Riley Meredith, who is continuing his very good big bash campaign, and three for 31 from Nathan Ellis. And it looked like Ben McDermott might be taking the Hobart Hurricanes across the line in their chase of 184 to win. He made 91, but he was out towards the end of that chase. They couldn't quite get home. And it means the Melbourne Stars just reignite their campaign a little bit. They've moved up to fourth in the ladder with 15 points and they're taking crucial points there. After a little bit of a hiccup, about Hurricanes remain in third. And Ollie, Melbourne Stars have experienced a, just a, a bit of a stumble, haven't they? But that would be an important win for them today.
0: Massive win. So they've done one in four. Most at the halfway point when into interviewed David Hussey, um, he suggested they wanted to get to 180, which, which meant going at 11, 11 and a half, 12 and over for the last 10. The first, they hadn't really got out the blocks early on, even though Stoinis was there and had already lost Maxwell and it caused some a little bit of uh, enjoyment on, on the commentator, they thought he was obviously being a bit over-optimistic about it, but in the end they needed it, and if it hadn't been for the partnership of Cartwright and Stoinis, um they scored over 50 at um, 12 and over Um towards the end, it wouldn't get anywhere near and I think that was important. But There was, again, Issues with the batting, we've talked about this before, but they're so reliant on a couple of players. Nothing for Fletcher again, uh, who he was excellent in the field, but not much with the bat. Maxwell got out to six. Um, stoyness and uh, Puran put on some. and Puran went to 26-20 or 26-21, something similar to that. Stoyness was superb. But I think something that was interesting that was pointed out about Stoyness was there's a lot of dot balls. So I think if teams get used to that and, and how to cramp him, without a big get-out shot, he can be controlled in some ways, um, but today he was excellent, hit the ball to all parts. Canyon in, was busy and I was really impressed with, uh, Cartwright batting down the order and I actually thought Hurrican's bowled okay. It wasn't a horrific bowl, and I think it's just the powerful batting of, of the stars that helped him get home and it got pretty dicey in the, um, in the chase. And so I thought it was, it was getting a bit too close to comfort.
1: Yeah, stars winning by 10 runs in the first game of today. Match 27 of the Big Bash 10. We'll go back to match 28 now with the Brisbane Heat. Jimmy Pearson hitting some valuable boundaries here. They now need 9 off 12 to win this game to take down the Sydney Thunder. Sydney Thunder, one of the thorn sides in the early part of this Big Bash. Need 9 off 12 balls and uh, Joe Burns getting to 50. Important knock for him, you feel. 35 balls, five fours and two sixes. But it's McAndrew going to be coming into bowl Two Joe Burns now, with nine more needed to win. McAndrew Bowles, and that said, just nudging to the leg side. They've set up quickly for the first one. Not going to be able to, Yeah, they have come back for the second. Then he dives in and gets there. So, uh, seven needed from 11 for the Brisbane Heat to win this game. Bluecrocodile.co.uk sorts your mortgage in a snap. Are you a first-time buyer with your eyes on that dream house? Are you wanting to move or looking for a better mortgage deal? Let Blue Crocodile find the right mortgage for you. 10% deposit mortgages are returning. If you need to know how much you can afford to borrow, just visit bluecrocodile.co.uk. You fancy now Naman, that maybe the chances of this being wrestled back by the Sydney Thunder have gone. They've got a little bit too close. It's just like one big shot in the home now.
2: Yes, I should. Uh, I feel it should be a cakewalk from now on. This is what uh, I felt I uh, expected uh, brought in today. Uh, the entry of Chris Lane in the 10th over uh, immediately Thunder should have thought about 20 to 30 runs extra from there. But uh, sadly, at the right time, uh, they lost Hale. Uh, I feel the expect Factor uh, thing uh, changed the game totally today because. Uh, Heat always wanted a good start, which they never got uh, before today. Uh, it was a Pearson in most of the matches who took them through.
1: McAndrew bowls are wide there, so now they are literally within one big hit of victory. The Brisbane Heat. Let's start to talk about our BlueCrocodile.co.uk cricketer of today's match. You start off with the the Melbourne Stars win earlier on as the foundation of this discussion. Where would you take me with that one, Ollie, as the the player in that game,
0: Mcdermott outstanding and and kept Tobar in the game. 91 off 58. Five sixes. Really entertaining. Quite glad when he was out, to be honest. Uh, Late on to a brilliant catch by Fletcher. But really, Stoyness has to really steal it for that. 97 off 55. Oh, we've got a wicket. We've got a wicket.
1: Sorry, Ollie. But McAndrew's got a wicket of uh, Burns. He's gone for 52, I think it is. He's just slapped that one straight down points throat. So it's now six required from nine. It might be too little too late for the Thunder. It's just a few jitters, isn't it? Into that Brisbane heat dugout. So Burns has gone for a slightly sort of redemptive 54 for Joe Burns. And in the equation now, six required off nine. Naman, in terms of the uh, bluecrocodile.co.uk, Krista, Krista, today's matches. Stoinis seems to be the the candidate from the first game today, doesn't
2: he? Yes, uh, but I feel um, I'll go with the catch with Fletcher took. I I feel that McDermott was taking them home. He was just cruising. Uh, That ball was uh, moving like a tracer bullet. And uh, it was like a shot. Gunfire shot and the way he took it and that little jiggle from him, I always feel that uh, the <laughs> fielder's turn matches uh, in their favour, catches win matches, as we say. So I feel that uh, that catch um, turned the match towards them. I feel that uh, I was still on Hobart when McNamara was there, but I will still go with the catch with Fletcher took over there.
1: As you say, I did a little bit of a dance at the end of that. Mukundri bowls the final ball of the... 19th over it's swung away one bounce for four and that's going to really ease the Brisbane Heat's nerves it was a good over from McAndrew that final ball slightly ruining it as Basie gets off the mark with a boundary and it's going to be two required from the final over of this innings stranger things have happened but it looks like the Brisbane Heat are going to get home does anybody in this current game Ollie, rival Stoinis for the uh, cricketer of the match today I
0: think Sanger's bowled well. He's picked up three wickets. And I think he bowled better than his figures suggest as well. I think, actually, as a stand-out, I don't think so. Even, even though the, the scores are quite close, similar to the first game, I don't think there's, there's, there's two standout innings. I think it's been a better collective innings all the way down, especially from the Heat, Burns. Uh, you know, Denny bowled OK. Uh, batted okay, um, And then there was Lynn. Lynn, Lynn back well early on, especially coming on the next factor. Um, so yeah I think uh, not, I don't think anything comes quite as close I think it's, it's nice to see oh a hat-trick ball there you go um, a bit, um, from um, Sanger so yeah I think that, I think maybe but probably not uh, despite um, what Naman thinks about the feeling from Fletcher I don't think that makes up for his batting so no um, there's a few comments on me. social media
1: to uh, Andre Fletcher stop you dancing until you've scored some runs and then you can dance um, hat-trick ball as you say Sanger's going to come on and bowl the final over of this innings he will be the bluecrocodile.co.uk cricketer of today's matches if Brisbane Heat don't win this cuz it'll be a fantastic final over he bowls that's hit through the offside by the batsman it's gone away towards the fence they're going to come back for the second an easy comfortable victory in the end for Brisbane Heat some punch gloves there from Jimmy Pearson as the Brisbane Heat win by 5 wickets and get their campaign Truly up and running. Good performance by the Thunder, but the Brisbane Heat just had a bit too much. It's Brisbane Heat taking the victory in the second game. Melbourne Stars taking victory in the first game today. Our bluecrocodile.co.uk, cricketer of today's matches. I've heard your assessments, gentlemen, and I understand the Ben McDermott claim. I understand the Marcus Stoynus claim. But I'm actually going to go against you. So I may be unpopular amongst the uh, Badger fan reps today for, for doing this but I'm going to give the bluecrocodile.co.uk cricketer of today's matches to Joe Burns settled the Brisbane heat down and I think in the context of his current life and current career that is a truly superb knock from him because he was nowhere in terms of form he's lost his baggy green Joe Burns is the Crocodile.co.uk cricketer of today's matches mortgages oh. are simpler than you think when you have a crocodile on your side. Blue Crocodile making mortgages snappy and simple. Visit bluecrocodile.co.uk, follow them on Twitter at bluecrockmoney, or find them on Facebook. Blue Crocodile. Silence in the kangaroo court. Right then, gentlemen, we are back in session in the kangaroo court. And today's debate is India are too powerful in world cricket, and the power of the big three and the wealth needs sharing around the globe more equally. Oli, you are defending India on this one, that they are not too powerful. They deserve all they get, and it's fine for cricket for that to be happening. Why do India deserve the power in world cricket?
0: When you look at the growth of the game across the world and and who's creating the wealth and the money from it, it all comes from the power of the the, the Asian continent and primarily India. It's got the most fans, it's got the most glamorous tournament, and it's providing the most excitement to all the cricket fans. It's helping it grow globally. They took on an idea from 2003 the English had for the T20 um, model and they've managed to create something that's only rivaled by Premier League football around the world. And through that, it's made them a more successful, better-rounded um, nation of cricket and it's helped provide so many more nations with the ability to play against the best players. Why not? This... Sometimes the, the thought that India is too powerful can be brought out of jealousy from other sides uh, and the fact is that it's not shared around. The fact is that India creates 70% of the world's uh, cricket global economy, at least that amount, and has the most fans. Only, uh, it's only right that they have a big say in how the game goes. Because without India, would there be any money to continue some of these nations at all? So without the money flowing into them, without some of these bilateral tournaments, without, without the growth of T20, it's up to these other nations to find other revenue streams through cricket. Maybe develop their own IPLs. Maybe get behind that. It can't all rest on India, and I think it's unfair to take some some of the, the for them to take all the blame or any of the blame that countries aren't managing their money correctly in their budget. Indian, a successful Indian cricket means a successful global game. That's why I finish it.
1: Now, man, India are too powerful, aren't they?
2: Yes, uh, James, India are too powerful, but at the end of the day, I totally agree with you that the wealth should be shared. If uh, the ICC and the cricket uh, as a sport needs more competition among the world, if they are thinking about getting cricket into Olympics and all, but they need more competition and only India won't be able to take the sport ahead. We also see Sachin Tendulkar and Karl Looper at this age, they are playing just to get this particular tournament uh, worldwide. But we need this wealth, we need this, this to be shared in every other country for this sport to be loved and more and more teams getting in. I also feel sometimes uh, cricketers such as uh, Paul Sterling and everyone from this Scotland, uh, McLeod, and everyone needs to get to, get to go ahead in the tournaments such as Big Bash and IPL. So, so this will only help the, as a uh, cricket as a sport and bring it. To various nations where this cricket will only get an expansion and more and more competition will increase, especially at the test cricket level. Because yes, T20 cricket is all about 20 hours and it is more of a box office, but I totally feel that the competition level at the test cricket needs more attention and it is getting lower and lower. Uh, with the time. So yes, the as you have rightly mentioned that the wealth needs to be shared and uh, more and more teams need the support worldwide if we want the sports to survive because yes, the sport will survive but the competition won't.
1: Interesting debate, this one, I think. And both uh, gentlemen have argued their cases nicely. It's it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because India, a massive country in terms of population, massive cricket-loving country, got the most supporters around the world. And therefore, their popularity breeds that cash. But where do India sit? Because if India are the most powerful side in the world to the extinction almost of some of the smaller nations. We want a big, thriving global game. It's no good for India to be the power base, but have nobody to play against ultimately if everybody else goes out of business. So... There has to be some kind of happy medium and that wealth and uh, and responsibility and power shared about a little bit, doesn't it? So the soft single from the Cricket Badger is that India are too powerful, but it's not my decision. Cricket badgers out there at cricket underscore badger Twitter feed. The poll is live. Are India too powerful or do India deserve the power? You decide. You have that vote. The Big Bash League then after those wins today for the Melbourne Stars and for the Brisbane Heat. The table, Sydney Sixers, Sydney Thunder still the top two there. Hobart Hurricanes are in third after their defeat. Melbourne Stars up to fourth on 15 points from seven games played. And the Brisbane Heat up to sixth in the table. They are now on 12 of seven games. That table's starting to look a little bit more compact and uh, starting to make me think that we have a bit of a cliffhanger as we go through to the culmination of the 14 games played by each side. We're exactly halfway through the Big Bash League group stage. It couldn't be bubbling up to be any more exciting. We've got some more fantastic games just around the corner. All that leaves me to say is thank you very much to Ollie and Naman today for joining me, and uh, thank you, obviously, to you for listening. I hope you're enjoying the Big Bash. I hope you're enjoying the Big Bash dailies. Stay tuned. Thank you very much to bluecrocodile.co.uk for their support of these Big Bash dailies i've been james the cricket badger and i'll see you again tomorrow big bash 10 thanks for listening we'll bring you another
0: edition of the cricket badger big Bash daily podcast in association with blue crocodile.co.uk tomorrow see you then
1: Podcast Network.